0: It's Sigit from a locked-down Belgium. Wow, life has changed so much in such a short time. It's like living in a dystopian novel, isn't it? Um, I myself actually have been feeling sick since March 10th, so um, 21 long, long days ago. And I'm one of the lucky ones. My symptoms are mild. I've been able to stay at home But it still hasn't been easy. And I know times are incredibly difficult for so many of you out there. And I'm thinking of you. And and it it hurts me so much to to live through this and to see others um, have to live through this. It's, uh, It's hard to know what to say. But please, 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 please stay home. Stop the spread. Save lives. This is not a drill. This is not a normal flu. Protect yourself, protect your family, pr- protect others. And um we're going to we're going to make it through this at some point. But we've got to stick together now and keep going and keep people safe. All right. So, enough of that. Let's get to the episode. By the way, I've released some extras, like, uh, I'll give you a teaser, an online read of The Taste of a Smile. I'll tell you more about that uh, at the end of the episode. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Taste of a Smile, Part 37, Secrets. Mary frowned at the screen. She hit the backspace on her keyboard with a sigh. She typed in a word. Her inbox came back with zero results again. Mary tried another one, but the email she was looking for still didn't pop up. Oh, come on, she muttered at the laptop. Just do your freaking job. Her eyes flicked to the corner of the screen. It was almost 6 p.m. Not much time had passed since she had last checked the hour. Time seemed to have come to a halt ever since Lex had left. In the morning, things had been great. Lex had been working in the cafe, and Mary had gone up there several times. She had sat at a table and enjoyed watching Lex work. Every time their eyes had met, butterflies had started dancing in her stomach. Lex, too, had seemed to come up with any excuse to see Mary. She must have gone to the bathroom at least five times in one morning, passing by Mary's office and sticking her head inside on her way every time. Mary and Lex had also exchanged hundreds of text messages since last night. It had started soon after Lex had left Mary's place. What would you like to do on our first date? Lex had asked. I haven't agreed to one yet. Mary had responded. Hypothetically, if you were to agree to another date, Lex had texted back. Would you like to go see another show? An opera? Let's skip opera for a while. Wink. LOL, fair enough. A movie? Yes. Do you like popcorn? Smiley face. I love popcorn. I want to know more about you. Sugar or salt on your popcorn? LOL, I'll tell you on our hypothetical date. Smiley with tongue sticking out. The texting continued until Mary had fallen asleep with a smile on her face and her phone still in her hand. When she woke up, two new texts had been waiting for her. Mary picked up her phone from the desk and read the messages again. I miss you, the first one said. Those three simple words had taken her breath away when she had first read them. The effect still hadn't worn off. The following text was even more startling, though. It said... I'm going to clean up my act today, Mary. I promise. No more lies. Those were the words that Mary had wanted to hear the most these last days. They had made her heart rate shoot up, and it hadn't come back down all day. She had been so happy. But her excitement had quickly morphed into anxiety after Lex had left to go confront her parents. Mary had done everything she could to distract herself. She had worked the register and had helped out at the cafe. Around 5 p.m., things had calmed down, though, and Mary had reluctantly retreated to her office. Sitting here had made her even more anxious. Mary had tried to calm her nerves by working on the document with tips for Lex, but she couldn't focus and kept worrying. Where had Lex gone? She had no idea where Lex's parents lived. Shouldn't she be back by now? Mary should have asked Lex more questions about her plan. She wished she could be there for her instead of sitting here. Mary checked the time again. It was only a few minutes past 6 p.m. She sighed. The store would close at 7 and her goodbye party would start at 7.15. Lex had been off the radar for almost four hours now. Mary slammed her laptop shut. There was no point in pretending that she was doing anything useful. She checked the volume switch of her phone, making sure she would hear it when Lex sent her a message. Knock, knock, a voice said. Done for the day? Mary looked up to find her boss, Hannah, standing in the doorway. Her copper hair had grown past her shoulders. Even from a distance, Mary could see the gray circles under Hannah's eyes. Hey, Mary said, concerned. How are you? How's your mother? Hannah smiled tiredly and stepped inside. Doing well, considering, she said, tucking her hands in the pockets of her pants. I'm so happy to hear it, Mary replied, covering her heart. Thanks for asking, Hannah said, pointing over her shoulder. Can I close the door for a moment? Mary frowned. Why was Hannah here? Had Karen invited her to the party? She guessed that was possible, but it seemed unlikely. The team would be uncomfortable with the CEO in their midst. Plus, there was the fountain thing. Yes, of course, Mary said, her mind still racing. Um, I want to talk to you about something that's a bit personal, Hannah continued after closing the door. She ruffled her hair and took two hesitant steps toward the desk. Mary suddenly realized why her boss was here. She should have known Hannah would come and talk to her as soon as possible. That was just who Hannah was. She really cared. Okay. Mary said, folding her hands together on the desk. I'm guessing this is about Lex. Hannah's lips curved up as she pulled back the chair and plopped down. Yes, that's right. You don't seem surprised. I'm not, Mary said, shaking her head. I spoke to Lex last night and she told me you were worried. Oh, Hannah said, her eyebrows shooting up in surprise. Okay, um... She scratched her cheek. I'm fine, Mary reassured Hannah. There's nothing to worry about. Okay, Hannah replied, smoothing the fabric of her blazer absentmindedly. Mary was tempted to ask Hannah what she was thinking. She wanted everything out in the open. She was done with making everything so complicated. Hannah was her boss, though, and not a friend. She pressed her lips together. Okay, I don't know how to put this, Hannah said hesitantly. I don't want to come across as if I'm meddling in your personal life. She crossed her legs and took in a deep breath, then continued. Lex told me you two broke up. It sounds like you're still friends. Of course, Mary said, placing her hands flat on the desk. She stared at her fingers as she thought. Right, so she continued. I ended things, that's true. But I guess I changed my mind? Hannah sat frozen in her seat, staring at Mary for a long while before asking, What does that mean? Mary chuckled out of discomfort. Okay, yeah, I know this sounds crazy. I don't know how to explain it to you without Mary, Hannah interrupted her, shifting to the edge of her seat. You don't have to tell me everything. It's none of my business. I just want to make sure that you're okay. I don't want you to be uncomfortable at work in any way. Mary met her boss's gaze struck by the worry she saw in the blue eyes fixed upon her. Look, I think everything is going to work out between Lex and me, Mary said, unable to stop herself from smiling. So, don't worry. Hannah nodded. That's good to hear. She still looked worried. I know it's complicated because we work together, Mary quickly said, guessing this was what Hannah was troubled about. Hannah plucked at some lint on her sleeve while she thought. Mary grew increasingly nervous and didn't really consider her next words. I can quit my job if that's what you need me to do. She shut her mouth, shocked by what she had just said. Much to her own surprise, she didn't regret it. What? No, Hannah said, her eyes wide. For fuck's sake, Lex already told me the same thing. She shook her head. I don't want either of you to quit. Lex offered to quit? Mary asked, a chill running down her spine. Hannah arched an eyebrow, indicating that this wasn't the point she was trying to make. But Mary pressed on. When? Why? Hannah averted her eyes and sat back. She said she would be fine with not getting promoted to the CFO job in two years. Mary's lips parted. Her chest swelled with hope and excitement. She couldn't help it. Even her eyes were tearing up a little. Lex was already thinking what could happen in two years. And she would be willing to make that sacrifice? Mary tried to keep her smile from widening any further, but she knew she was beaming nevertheless. Hannah, however, responded with an exasperated look. I I just didn't know. Mary stammered and grabbed her phone. She rolled it in her hand as she said, Look, this is all very new and... And you're both already willing to walk away from your jobs. Hannah interrupted, rubbing her cheek and looking even more tired. Mary flinched. After a few seconds, she whispered, I think you would have done the same thing. Hannah huffed, her shoulders dropping. Touché. You know, it was actually Millie who told me to give this another chance. Mary confessed, smiling shyly. Hannah's head snapped back. What? I ran into her while she was running. Mary hurried to explain. She saw something was wrong and she asked me about it. Hannah closed her eyes and pinched the bridge of her nose. It was clear to Mary that Millie hadn't told Hannah any of this. Mary appreciated Millie's discretion, but did feel bad for Hannah right now. (laughs) Looks like everyone's been keeping secrets from me, Hannah snorted, looking up at the ceiling. Mary winced. I'm sorry. (sighs) It's okay, Hannah sighed. I do get it. I'm your boss. I just can't believe Millie knew all of this. I didn't know you two were friends. Oh, but we're not, Mary assured Hannah. I mean, we only met twice. Her cheeks were burning. And she's already giving you relationship advice? Hannah asked, her tone amused. Mary rubbed her arm furiously. Not really. She just told me you two had a rough start too and that she gets how hard it is to date someone who... She quickly shut her mouth when she saw Hannah's jaw drop. Covering her mouth, Mary said, Okay, That didn't help. Hannah ran a hand through her hair. She drew in a deep breath and held it for a moment, closing her eyes. After a few seconds, she nodded and said, Let's give this conversation another try in a few weeks. Yes, great idea, Mary replied, shuffling in her seat. Hannah slowly pushed herself up from the chair. I better go now before your party starts. You don't have to, Mary shrugged shyly, feeling increasingly bad for her boss. Hannah shook her head. Her hair was a real mess now. Yes, I do. I don't want to be anywhere near that chocolate fountain. It was Mary's turn to look flustered. You know about our fountain thing? Of course I do. Hannah chuckled, putting her hands in her sides. I made Karen tell me why you insist on keeping it around in the storage room. Mary grinned. Just too many fond memories. For you, maybe. Hannah replied dryly, closing her suit jacket. She took a hesitant step toward the door. Glancing back, she said to Mary, I do hope you two figure things out. Also, have fun tonight. This was part 37 of The Taste of a Smile. As mentioned at the top of the show, I have released some things that I hope will help you to get through this difficult time and um, so I created some bench files of The Taste of a Smile so you can listen to the whole story again without interruptions without my interruptions I guess Um, and I've published all the available episodes of the taste of a smile as an online read so if you want to read it again or you have a friend who doesn't enjoy the podcast but does enjoy reading maybe you can uh, you can share that link both the files and the online read are freely available to everyone so feel free to share and uh, I hope it helps in uh, in some way um, the community also has been wonderful at this time. I hope if you um, are looking for, you know, a place to talk about all of this or something else, uh, you can join us at the community on the community on the website, um, or you can join our Keybase chat group. Keybase is a free encrypted messaging uh, service. <clears throat> you can download download that for free and join us there. You just have to look for the team T. Oh no, I always have to think, Um, FRTLR, so if you download and install uh, Keybase and then look for the team FRTLR, it sends an invite and I accept it and then you can join our ongoing chat group there, so you don't have to go to the website. I know some of you really don't want to go to a website with lesbian in the title all the time, so there's that, it's a, a more anonymous way of chatting. Um, so I hope you'll join us. And um, I find it a great place to, you know, share um, both good and bad things in these times and to have uh, some extra people to talk to. Let's make sure this is not a time of social distancing, but of physical distancing. I heard that on the news one day and I thought it was, it was perfect. All right. Um, in Dutch, we say um, courage. And it means, like, sort of keep up, keep the courage, keep going. And, um, yeah, so I think uh, that's the best thing to say. <laughs> courage, my friends, courage. I'll see you soon in the next episode. Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theatre. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theatre today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash Lesbian Romantics.